Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. UFC President Dana White is bullish about UFC 261 on Saturday night. Here's what you need to know. The event is expected to welcome a capacity crowd of 15,000 fans at Five Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. So it could be a very big night for the UFC on Saturday. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, April 23rd. Yay, we made it to Friday. I'm Abe Madcore. Here are some stories to know today in sports business. The Wall Street Journal reports that gymnast Simone Biles is leaving Nike to sign a new apparel deal with Athleta, which she says more closely reflects her values. Now, it's a big win for Athleta. That's the woman's activewear brand. It's owned by The Gap. It already has a partnership with sprinter Allison Felix. Remember, Allison Felix is also a former Nike athlete who criticized Nike for failing to support pregnant athletes in 2019. So Simone Biles said that she was drawn to Athleta for how they would help her use her voice and be a voice for women and children. She felt that the brand supports her as both an athlete and an individual. Now, she didn't mention Nike at all in her statements, but you can read between the lines there when you look at her remarks. With Athleta, Biles will have her own performance wear line. She also said the company has pledged to support her post-Olympic gymnastics tour that she is planning to organize herself rather than the usual tour, which is supported by USA Gymnastics. So Simone Biles continuing to have her voice heard. She leaves Nike to sign a new apparel partnership with Athleta. Here's some more fallout from the failure of the Super League, which has easily been the biggest story all week on our Buzzcast. J.P. Morgan said today on Friday it regretted supporting soccer clubs in launching the Super League because the plan collapsed so quickly amid intense criticism from fans and governments and politicians around the world. J.P. Morgan acknowledged that it misjudged how this deal would be viewed by the wider football community and said they would learn from this. Remember, J.P. Morgan provided a $4 billion grant to the 12 founding clubs. You know, I have to believe that investors of J.P. Morgan must really be displeased considering the aggressive public criticism of the institution. And remember, there was a resulting downgrade of J.P. Morgan by a ratings agency. So you could also keep your eye out for any additional fallout at JP Morgan for supporting the Super League. Also watch security over the weekend as officials look to amp up security for Man City's game against Tottenham on Sunday at Wembley. That'll be the first match between the clubs since the Super League was revealed and the Super League was really disbanded. There is concern for major protests. 8,000 fans are expected at Wembley on Sunday. That would be one of the biggest crowds in England since COVID. And remember, Man City and Tottenham were two clubs part of the Super League's plans. Let's shift to some news around the NHL. Our Mark Burns is reporting that the NHL will wait until around mid to late June 
for teams to provide valuation data to the league around what a jersey patch and a helmet decal could potentially be worth. Remember, on the Buzzcast over the last few months, we've talked about new sponsorship and advertising inventory that clubs and leagues are trying to implement for the future. Right now, NHL teams are working with sports marketing and sponsorship agencies to get the value of what the helmet decal and a jersey patch could be worth. Remember, the NHL has already implemented the helmet decal. They could implement a jersey patch as early as the 22-23 season, although nothing has been approved or finalized by the Board of Governors. But I fully anticipate the NHL putting a jersey patch on. Now it's just a matter of figuring out what that patch is worth. Let's shift to some news out of the college space because our Michael Smith reported last night, Austin-based Dell Technologies has agreed to become the first and only premier founding partner of the new Moody Center at the University of Texas. This is, of course, the new major arena on the grounds at the University of Texas. It's probably going to be one of the most sophisticated new venues in all of college sports. And so Dell puts its name on a plaza area and a club area. It's a good deal for Dell, because remember, Dell was founded in Michael Dell's University of Texas dorm room. So for them to have their brand on the University of Texas campus certainly makes a lot of sense. So there'll be the Dell Technologies Plaza. There'll be the Dell Technologies Premium Club. Oakview Group College President Dan Shell took the lead on the deal. He worked with Dell's sponsorship team. Terms of the deal were not disclosed, but it is believed to be on par with a significant naming rights deal. So that would put it low to mid seven figures per year over the 10 plus years. So it's a big deal for the University of Texas. The Moody Foundation already has naming rights on the new arena locked up. It had a $130 million gift in 2019 that applied its name, the Moody Foundation name, to the new arena. But Dell Technologies comes in with a major, major sponsorship deal, getting its brand on two significant pieces of inventory at that new arena. Let's shift to some news out of NASCAR because Netflix is producing a new documentary series with driver Bubba Wallace as he competes in his first season for the new 2311 racing team. That, of course, is owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. Netflix did not announce the name of the series or when it will be released, but they said this will look at Wallace's life on and off the track. This is a big deal because I will tell you what Netflix and Formula One did for the Drive to Survive documentary series. That has been a huge driver of interest in Formula One. I've heard it from a number of sources who have pointed to that Formula One Netflix series as a very strong promotional vehicle for Formula One. I know from sources that other leagues have been very interested in the success of that Drive to Survive series. They have looked to emulate that success. So now NASCAR getting a major documentary of its own as Netflix will follow Bubba Wallace on and off the track as he completes his first season with Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. I think that could be a recipe for a very, very successful series. The only concern I have, Netflix F1 series follows an entire series, a number of storylines. Bubba Wallace, of course, more focused on the individual. I think it's paramount that Bubba Wallace has some strong storylines on the track because we know he has some very strong storylines off the track, but something to keep an eye on. And finally, a big story in the Washington Post about another startup men's basketball league. We talked yesterday about overtime's plans with its overtime elite. 
Well, another startup, Men's Basketball League, plans to pay college students and compete with the NCAA. It has inked a media deal. It's looking to start later this year. It's called the Professional Collegiate League. It did sign a deal with Next Level, which will air games on both linear television and streaming platforms. The Professional Collegiate League has had conversations with top high school recruits and college players about joining what they will say will be an eight team league. It hopes to begin its first season in August or September. It wants to pay players fifty dollars to $150,000 each year, but it is requiring these players to be enrolled in college. It is an interesting concept. This would join the G League and Overtime Elite as offering an alternative to the NCAA. Ricky Vellante is a Cleveland-based attorney. He is the CEO of the Professional Collegiate League. He said the league has raised a substantial amount of money from wealthy individuals, but they are still actively fundraising for more. Remember, we mentioned yesterday that Overtime has raised more than $80 million in its latest round with investments coming from Drake and Amazon's Jeff Bezos. So again, another startup league, the Professional Collegiate League, who knows if they get off the ground, but this also shows more and more pressure, more and more threats to the NCAA college basketball model. So that is your morning buzzcast. Again, it's Friday. It's April 23rd. Congratulations. You made it through another week. I made Madcore. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.